77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. Yesterday afternoon, before I get to uh, Bill White, Danielle and I decided to walk. It was a gorgeous day yesterday. Unlike today, today it's raining, not very nice. But yesterday was gorgeous. And we decided, Lewis, to take a walk to 129. You know, we've been to all those restaurants a thousand times. They're all great. Callie's and Jameson's and Pico, La Sorrentina. They're all great. But there's a new restaurant there. My buddy John, who owns the Baja Bars, and he's uh, he's got his place connected to Panino Rustico. Ooh, they've got six locations, you know, and they're they're actually advertising on this show, believe it or not. So I was there a couple of months ago, and they were building the place. And guy standing outside recognized me, and he said, "Oh my God, I love you. You're the best in New York. You're great." Bensonhurst guy, his name is Louis. So the other night I had lunch there yesterday. Louis. Um, Cooked our food, I guess, and Rob was our server. Lou, fantastic. I'm going. Fantastic. She had the lentil soup. I had a great salad with strawberries and goat cheese and balsamic vinegar. Then we shared a panini that was so good. So, folks, Louie and Rob and the whole crew at Panino Rostico, who I guess originated in Bensonhurst, but there were six of them now, including 129. Thank you for a wonderful lunch. Okay. First guest today, we've got five or six amazing guests, is my dear friend from Buckhead. I think he lives in Florida now. He's a Donald Trump fave, but most importantly, a Sid Rosenberg fave. A lot of years raising money, the intrepid fund. Just a great American my favorite homosexual, Bill White. Good morning, Bill. <laughs> Good morning, Sid. I'm running to Panino Rustico right now. The saliva is coming down my face. Lou, let's, I'll meet you there at 1230. I'm well, getting uh, the jet I'll right tell you now. what we'll do. I'll tell you what we do. I know you're coming to New York City this week because yeah, you're going to yeah. celebrate, as you pointed out, your 12th gay marriage anniversary on Monday. Totally gay, yeah. So you and your husband uh, can meet me and Danielle. We'll have a gay lunch. How about that? <laughs> That'll be terrific. Yeah. I, I think I think we'll all enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, so do I. So listen, so I was talking earlier about Joe Biden, and he yeah, makes this speech last night, and even folks like Britt Hume, Harold Ford, you know, is in the bag. They're giving him credit you know, I've got cousins and relatives who are gushing. What a great speech, leadership. He loves Israel. He loves the Ukraine. But he does two things in this speech. How you can't hate him, I don't know. One is he actually admits that Iran has their hands in both wars, Ukraine through Russia and Israel through Hamas. And yet his administration and the one before him, before Donald Obama, they've been aiding Iran for years, they are complicit. Then he goes on to talk about a two-state solution. 
So excuse me, Bill, I didn't see a great speech. I hated it, and I can guarantee you this. Our mutual friend Donald Trump, he makes that speech last night. He does not say two-state solution. Agree or disagree? 100% correct. Absolutely, Sid. And what's happening now is a complete distortion of what everybody really needs to get back to as to what happened on October 7th. All of this is a mist across the sea about supporting Palestine. Israel has to uh, deal stop with- by, by the way, yeah. Palestine doesn't exist. The exactly. Palestinians are allowed to live in our country because we're good-hearted people. We provide them jobs and water and electricity. There is no such thing called Palestine. Yeah, we have a very serious problem here because this now is being interpreted as we are not supporting Palestine. And what is happening is we're forgetting that they attacked Israel, killed babies, killed grandmothers, burnt babies alive. I have a very good friend of mine who is on a plane to Israel right now. Her entire family was murdered in oh. in this kibbutz. And and I will send her, uh, her information to you, Sid, because I think you should interview her. I'd love to. And she is a uh, very proud uh, American Israeli, and all six of her family members were murdered. Oh. And justice has to be served for those families that were brutally, savagely, heinously killed by Hamas. Now, look, think, how did Hamas operate on October 7th with the permission of the Palestinian state? You have to think of this. This all happened with the permission of the Palestinian state. If someone is launching missiles out of your backyard, Sid, on Long Island or at Lou's house, you and Lou are both partially or very seriously responsible for what happens there. So Palestine needs to be held to account as well. We can't separate those two. Well, I agree. I mean, I I have no appetite right now for... You know, all this sympathy for the Palestinian people. I mean, I have a guy on live from Jerusalem every day. He's going to join me at 8.10 at night. And he told uh, 8.10 this morning. And he told me a story, Bill, that, um, you know, the, the Palestinians were allowed to live in Gaza thanks to the good-hearted Israelis. They, you know, they get work visas. And a lot of these folks, they actually go into Israel and they do construction jobs and work on people's homes. And he said to me, so, you know, Sid, People aren't talking about this because people are so quick to call them good people. He said a lot of the folks that witnesses saw late on October 7th were the same young men that the Israeli families not only paid and allowed them to work in their homes, but fed them. They would sit down with these people and eat Shabbos dinner. And they were witnessed the same guys in that neighborhood Saturday morning raping their daughters and killing their mothers and fathers. So oh I don't know I don't know yeah. how many Palestinians are actually great people, and maybe they are, but right now I've got no appetite for that. None. Yeah. And, and uh, Sid, uh, I hate to say this, but I think uh, with the resignation of that senior State Department official yesterday uh, in the Biden administration for the Biden administration's mishandling of this entire crisis, you're going to see more people in the Biden administration, walking away. This was a very public, uh, uh, a very, a very public uh, departure of uh, Josh Paul, and I think uh, this is going to be uh, bigger news. People have had it with how he's responding. 
Uh, as you saw, he made a joke on Air Force One uh, that the Palestinians, uh, you know, can't even shoot straight. Hamas can't shoot straight. Right. Uh, this is a joke for a president. He has got to go. I cannot believe he is not being impeached. Uh, and if we ever needed Donald Trump before, we need him now because I promise you, Putin would not have invaded Ukraine. Iran would not be enriching uranium. North Korea would not be launching missiles, and Hamas and Hezbollah and Iran would not be doing this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All those things are undeniable. China would not be flirting with going into Taiwan. There's all kinds of stuff going on that never happened when our friend was president. So what is this uh, big event next Wednesday that you told me about, Bill, that's already sold out, this MAL event? What is that all about? Uh, yeah, so at the Mar-a-Lago, right, this is the, this is the three-letter, uh, you know, we have CIA, FBI, all things we need to blow up and uh, start over with, right, and to revamp <laughs> yeah. and to revive. But there's a three-letter uh, initials place, which is going to be celebrating Donald Trump this coming Wednesday. I can't believe this, Sid. And I, and I say this meaning I'm so happy for President Trump. The event is not only sold out. He has set a record for fundraising that I believe we can say combined the Republican presidential candidates have not raised as much as Donald Trump did in the last cycle. Over $50 million uh, was posted to his account uh, two Saturdays ago. And this event, which is coming up, there is over uh, 2,000 people coming. It is sold out. You can't buy another ticket to this, and it is all top dollar, right? So it is going to be a very special event celebrating the president in the middle of everything that he is having to dealing with. He is bringing in record fundraising to support him. And I think that is a signal of what we're going to see on Election Day in these primaries as well. From your mouth to God's ears. I'm not worried about the primary uh, election. He's going to kill everybody. I'm worried about the general because there are still way too many people in this country that no matter what goes wrong here, they hate our friends so much they'll vote for Biden, which is ridiculous. You know, you mentioned uh, the primary, though, and one of the folks that's running is Ron DeSantis. I lived in Boca Raton for 16 years, so I have a lot of Florida experience. That's right. right. Uh, You're there now. Uh, When I was there, uh, Rick Scott was the governor most of that state. But uh, uh, nevertheless, uh, you're telling me that between uh, the insurance crisis, which includes both car and home insurance, and this really lousy campaign he's run in an effort to beat Trump in the primary, right now Ron DeSantis has become a bit of a joke, no? Well, look, you know, he's running on his record. He's finished. Look, he's not going to win any of the primaries against Donald Trump. He may get some votes in Iowa. He may get some votes in New Hampshire. But Donald Trump will be the nominee. But let's let's go back to these poor, amazing people in Florida who elected him. I wasn't part of that. I'm moving here now so I can vote for Donald Trump in the primary. So I'm living in West Palm Beach. I'm standing right here looking at the intercoastal waterway. And my view is of Mar-a-Lago. There it is. 
I so hold on. So, Bill, so, Bill, you actually relocated from Buckhead to Florida right. just to vote for Donald. Just to vote for Donald, yeah, and of course, man. not to pay not to pay uh, state uh, taxes. That was a little sideshow. Right. Right. Uh, but look, you know, you think about what's going on in New York State uh, against Donald Trump. Uh, we have a, an attorney general and a judge who valued this beautiful piece of property, 20 acres in Palm Beach, right? House across the way I'm looking at, $200 million. It's about an acre and a half. And they say Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago is $18 million. We just joined Mar-a-Lago. You know what the initiation fee to join Mar-a-Lago is? I don't even know. Six, 600,000 smackers. Really? So, so I could have bought it for $18 million? That's what Letitia James is saying, that it's valued at $18 million. I bet you that Donald Trump in 15, 20 years could sell Mar-a-Lago. He's not going to want to sell it now because he lives there and he loves it. It's a beautiful home for him. But I bet you that somebody would offer him over a billion dollars to buy that 20 acres on Palm Beach. Oh, I buy it. I, I, I totally agree with you. But getting back to DeSantis for a second before I let you go, how yeah. bad is the insurance crisis in Florida now? So let me tell you, I was getting to, like, imagine the poor guy that buys that. He'll never be able to insure it because Ron DeSantis has failed as a governor. I can't get home, boat, and car insurance here in Florida, said my husband, Brian. He works for Willis, right? That's one of the major insurance brokerage firms. 16,000 Americans work for this great company. And they have basically instructed their brokers that they cannot write insurance business in the state of Florida. It is so out of control. So you think of a premium for your car, triple it, quadruple it. I basically had to jerry-rig with an LLC putting together uh, a different uh, corporate entities to get insurance here because I couldn't. So I couldn't drive my car until I got the insurance. Uh, it, it, is a, it is a catastrophe happening in Florida. And it's all Ron DeSantis' fault because he's traipsing around the country thinking he's going to be president. How delusional. Come back, be the governor of Florida, and help the people that elected you here. This is a, a terrible message for him because he doesn't have a record to run on. No, he doesn't. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all sad to hear that. I, I, I always thought that no matter what happened in the presidential race, and again, his campaign has been pathetic that at least I can say, hey, the guy's a good governor, but if you're telling me these are real issues in the state of Florida, then I can't even say that. More importantly, what will you guys do to celebrate 12 years? I'm curious. Well, yeah, well, I think we're going to go to Panino Rustico. Yeah. I, I can't stop thinking about the strawberry and the goat cheese. But so listen good. to this, Sid. Sid, you'll love this. Uh, uh, you, I mean, I mean you'll, you're going to be sad hearing this, but this goes along with what you're saying. I think that we are running a very dangerous route, allowing these protests in New York. And they're not protests. They're, you know, they're people supporting Palestine, the people supporting Israel. Nobody's protesting. I think they're protesting other things. But some people literally are out supporting what Hamas in Palestine has allowed to happen by having, by having Hamas there. So I've hired a security team literally to take Brian and I around because – I don't want anything to happen to us when, when we're in New York. Yeah. We're going yeah. to places around the Israeli consulate for meetings. So I literally have uh, two Blackwater uh, security agents going to take us around. But, but we're going to go to the Four Seasons restaurant, which is now the grill. That's where we got married. Had Aretha Franklin 12 years ago, 700 amazing 
people. Look, my husband and I, we've been together 23 years. So oh, like an you. LGBT, that's like dog years. So it's 140 <laughs> years. Okay? Yeah. And, and we'll stop by and see you, Sid. We'd love to go to lunch with you and Danielle. And uh, I love what you're doing, talking about Israel in the way you are. You are an amazing supporter for the state of Israel, that among a, mi- a million other things. Wow. Thank you very much. Look who's talking. Uh, your husband's beautiful. You're both you're a beautiful couple. We love you dearly. We uh, we will we do hope to see you. But uh, at any rate, we do wish you nothing but health and happiness moving forward. Keep coming on the show, Bill. You're one of the best guests I've got. Brilliant and smart. And uh, hopefully I'll see you next week, buddy. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sid. Love to you and Lou and the team and John Katz, Red Apple Media, doing a great job. Thank you, Sid. Well done. That is Bill White, ladies and gentlemen. That's a good man right there. That is a great American. Cares about our veterans. Loves Donald Trump. Loves Sid Rosenberg. Loves John Katz and Matides. What else do you need?